Okay, so I thought I would take a little break in my regular narrative and bring Andrew on the show. Because, like, most of you guys would know that he just ran a marathon without any training on Saturday. And so what is it today? Wednesday? It's like four, three, four days after. Yeah, about four days after. So the soreness is starting to dissipate a little bit. Well, the soreness of the marathon but not your sunburn not my sunburn no no my chest really burns yeah <laughs> that was bad so i think like a lot of people were more interested in his marathon than they were of mine so i thought that i would bring him on and just like take a break from what i usually do and ask him some questions because i think you guys kind of want to know what's up like how do you go and run a marathon without ever training for it and you know, like questions and comments and all that stuff about that craziness. So, um, yeah, so Andrew just ran the, the Mesa Phoenix Sprouts Marathon in just over five hours and 11 minutes on zero training. So I think everyone really wants to know why, like, why didn't you, first of all, like, why did you run it? But the question I think that most of us like really want to know is why didn't you train? Why didn't I train? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first the first thing is the weather. I mean, we signed up for this about four months ago. I can't remember when we signed up for yeah, it. Yeah, it was a drinking Where night. Where were we? Right here, having a drink. This house or was it the townhouse? The townhouse. So it was yeah. before, we moved out of there at the end of October, so I think it was longer than four months ago. Yeah, probably, yeah. Was it? But the weather was probably still nice when we did it. Yeah. I think so, probably yeah. like September or something. We had some cloudy it was days. We had some cloudy days there. Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't like this. No, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. this. So yeah, I mean, I remember we were sitting on the couch in the townhouse. Yeah, probably Crown and Coke. It was a lot of Crown and Coke. Yeah, and we thought it was a great every, every marathon. I flipped open the the laptop. I'm like, we're just going for it. Every mar- every marathon that we've <clears throat> signed up together has been after a drinking. I think so. Episode. Yeah, so, usually. So anyway, that night was no different, and and yeah, you. You thought it was a great idea for us to sign up for the, the Mesa Phoenix Marathon. And it used to be just the Phoenix Marathon. And I actually liked it when it was like that, that name that way, because Jesse's middle name is Phoenix. Yeah. And that's what it was when we wanted to go down there two years ago, but couldn't because Vancouver sucks and gave us a giant snowstorm. And right. All the WestJet stuff, too. No, exactly. But then they changed it to Mesa, which was fine. Yeah. Mesa Sprouts or whatever. Yeah. So. so anyway, yeah, we signed up that night, and I thought it was a great idea at the time, and I guess I didn't really think too much of it, and every week was, I guess, was creeping up, every month was, was getting closer, and, and yeah, it was, it was, uh, you told me a couple months ago, you really should start training, and, and I actually ran five miles. There was uh, one run. The, there was one run about, about two months ago. Two and a half months ago. It was still kind of warm out. It, yeah, so it was okay. I think it was like maybe October. So I did a five mile run <laughs> a couple months ago. Maybe I think it was six months. miles with five miles at goal race pace. Yeah, and your like goal that. race pace is nine to make, because you wanted, okay, well, I shouldn't just tell everyone what you wanted, but like, right. we both know that you wanted to break four hours. I wanted to break That's four hours. Goal, that right? was my goal. That is that still goal. your goal? It's still my goal, yeah. And it, okay. it, it will, ha- I, I really do think it'll happen. Okay, well, no, it's, it's public, so. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So to break four hours, I think it's, I think, 9.09 oh nine 
at right. least. So like faster than nine, nine minutes and nine seconds per mile. Right. So this one coach, Susie, right. told you to run just because you had barely, you, actually you didn't run at all. I didn't run at since all. Since like May 2017, That's right? right? That's right. Vancouver? Yep. Vancouver will do that to you. It's a terrible course. Yeah. So then you ran, I, I gave you a one mile warm up. Along that farm road, remember it was nice, yeah. and you had like a sentimental moment, and then you did the prescribed five miles at goal race pace, but you actually did them in eight thirty five minute miles pace, right. which was amazing, and that was it. Yeah, and I was, I was proud of myself. It was, it was good. Yeah, great. <laughs> then how come you didn't keep it up? Like, what, what do well, you think? Like, if you're being really like introspective and self aware, like what, what stops you from like, oh shoot, like. I better... It's just, it's just so, much, so much going on. So much life. You go to work every day. You work all day. The only time to train is after work in the dark. Yeah, it's dark. And it's, it rains and it's cold. Mm-hmm. So it's always maybe tomorrow night. You get up pretty early. You get up at... What time do you get up? 5.30. And then you get home around like 5 or something? Yeah, about 5. So then... And then when I got home, or when I usually get home... You would say, oh, it's your training run tonight. And at that same time, I'd be cracking a beer open. And I'd say, well, it'll have to be tomorrow because we're, we're too late. I so. think, well, no, because sometimes I will give you a beer, like a cold beer, and you come home because I'm being a good wifey. I know, and I know. And then I forget that I'm also coach. And, and I know in the back I, of my head, like, you better start drinking this really quickly. That's so. why you should not sleep with your coach because it gets confused. I know, wife, coach I know, I know. We cross lines. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, I'm all affect. Yeah. So let's go back a little bit. Right. Um, when did you start running? So like running as in like running, because um, you played soccer growing up and we won't go through all that, but we won't go through all that. And, and, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was competitive. I played at a high level. Um, so I mean, when you and I met, I knew that you ran marathons and yeah. I thought, well, how hard could that be? I mean, it's not going to be that tough did you even know what a marathon distance was i didn't even know what the marathon did distance you think was. it was 10k i didn't even know honestly <laughs> i yeah i had no idea i had no idea so i i mean you missed my 50 mile finish i remember that i showed up at the end because you were coaching kyla's soccer game i know i know mm-hmm. 50 miles imagine running a marathon almost twice i know well that'd be crazy even a half marathon twice is tough yeah no that's, true. that's yeah so what year would have that been when you started running um because okay so did you ever run any five or ten k's? No, not at all. Okay, so your first only training race... was soccer years ago. Yeah, you know, I, but uh, and that was it. And then you and I went for a run when we first met along Glover or uh, no, the, the uh, Fort to Fort Trail. The Fort to Fort Trail, and I thought, oh, I mean, I can. This is no problem. I can okay, keep up. And... I remember that. Yeah. And I remember meeting you for a run and thinking, oh, he's like a semi-pro soccer player, so I better like run fast. And then we, we head out, and I can hear you like, <sighs> and I thought, well, this is I was, so wrong. I was, I was just putting it on. I couldn't I was believe just putting it. it on. No, I was, I was faking it. So then <laughs> I realized that you played striker in soccer, and like I find right. out later, so you actually didn't do a whole lot of running, but I actually think that those years of soccer, like all the soccer practices that you had to do, right. gave you that athletic base, that cardio base, so that right. you could just kind of jump into... So your first race was, I'm trying to like ask you, but I already know, it right. was a half marathon, right? It Vancouver. was a Vancouver half marathon, yeah. Okay, what year would have that been? Like 2013, 2014, 2013, before was, Callum was born. It was 2013, and I got 156. Yeah. And I had 
really bad blisters on the ball of my toes. I remember that. Oh, I didn't know how you were going to go with that. Or the balls of my feet. Yeah, it was it was bad. I had a really bad gas. Yeah, I thought well, you could well, <laughs> I'm not like the average runner. I don't get the gas and, know, and the and the poopy pants and all that kind of stuff. No, I don't. I don't get you that stuff. You should knock on wood right now. Because uh, I know. I just. I you. don't get it. I don't get it. So then you ran your first full marathon, but it wasn't Vancouver. It was. It was Skagit, yes. Skagit Valley down in Burlington. Okay, what do you? How would you describe Skagit? I the other day I wrote a blog post and I right. said Skagit is my first love. Like I love right. Skagit. It's like about as beautiful as a burlap bag. That Skagit marathon. But there's something about it. Well, I don't know. That Skagit marathon. I don't know. It was. It's flat. Yeah. And it's relentless. Yeah, is a good word. The the heat. It just. It pounds you. There's no respite there's, from there's that. There's no hiding at all. And all you do, you're in the elements and you're, you're just running on these farm roads for miles with no support, barely any support. It doesn't, it's, no, it's not it, very well supported. It's not very but well But it doesn't supported. claim that it is. Like, it's not like they're lying. Like, I didn't know any di- That's the thing. I didn't know any different. That either. was probably a good thing. That was my first marathon. So I'm like, okay, this is... I remember when, when I parked, Callum was like, he was a baby. And we parked to give you some Gatorade and stuff. And... The remember one of those pacers, the pacer lady. She was holding one of those signs. I forget what it was for. Maybe like four hours or four something. Yeah. She came around the corner and we're waiting for you, and she just started throwing up in the ditch. Like she was like so heat right. stroke, stroked, 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 stroked. Yeah. Strike. She was heat striked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So then, um, since then, how many marathons have you done? Have I done between that? Would that would have been twenty thirteen? Right, and I think I've done. Is it this one? This one in Mesa was, in, or in Phoenix, was that, that's five? I think so. Yeah. So that's, and, that's my fifth marathon. And what's your, what's your PR? My PR is 432, and that was in Seattle. Which is insane. So if any of you guys are listening and you know anything about Seattle, like either the, either the rock and roll or the, um, it's named after a bank, I think. It used to be called Amica something something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, that, in November, it was it's no- cold. It just it was like it, it was like freezing wind. It snowed the day before. Yeah, and it go yes, and, and it the goes, rain oh, was sideways. Oh, that was terrible. It was, it was brutal, and it was, yeah, it was it was terrible. That and then, out and back along the pier or that that thing. Yeah, and the wind. And I think mile, mile, twenty or twenty one or twenty two. Like the end twenty two. You hit a hill and your nose is scraping the concrete. It's so terrible. Steep. And yeah. you can feel every fiber. It's ridiculous. In your hamstring just. It's not. Start to go. It's not it's, a PR course, and yet that's brutal. your PR. That's my PR. That's which yeah. is insane. Yeah. Okay, so your very last marathon. We figured this out. I think on the plane or something. It was Vancouver. Right. Twenty. Yeah, we went over this. Twenty seventeen. Right. 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 So you hadn't run anything longer than five miles in October sometime since May 2017. So that's two and a half years at least. Right. Like just over almost three years. And then um, you go and run this one. Okay. Well, everyone needs to know how old you are. I'm 46 years old. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. So. Is there more to my age than that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And so your first marathon was... Did you do it when you turned 40? Yeah, it was after after 40, okay. I think, yeah. It was just, like yeah. a few months. Yeah. Do you think you... Okay, so I, I'm getting a lot of messages sure. from people asking me. They just say, like, how do I get... Most of them were women. and right. How do I get my husband to run like yours did? Like, how do you get... How did you do that? I want my husband just to even, like, run a 5K because it'd be so fun to run together. Do you... And I don't really know what to say to them because I don't think that you run... Like, 
you and I run together sometimes and it's cool. It's fun. But just getting you out the door to run is like amazing in the first place. Like Yeah, it's 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 hard to yeah, I mean it's hard to put my finger on it for sure. I mean it's it's tough. I mean, it's a really emotional thing once it's finished. So looking back, it is a bit addictive. You know? Um yeah, it's it's uh but what would you? Why did you start? Like, what motivated you to start? It was the challenge. You just yeah. It was the challenge, and it was, it was the personal challenge, and I, I love the adventure of that. Um, with this marathon as well, it was it was going away to Arizona for four days without the kids. Yeah. So I thought, you know, what the hell? Let's, let's just squeeze a marathon in there while we're there. So, but uh, I know, but most people would be like, oh well, my my, my we're going down. Because my wife's running a marathon, so I'll support her, and like right. that would be enough. But you wanted to do it for yourself, which is kind of like, you must have some sort of, you don't have enough motivation to actually get you out the door to, for training. Right. Sometimes you do. It's really hard to explain. Like, it's it's not this, this big manic thing where, oh yeah, I just want to run a marathon, and it's, you know, it's, it's crazy town or, or anything like that. It, it's, uh... It was more for me, um, it was also for you, and everyone who I work with, my family. It was just to, I guess to show everyone that I could do it. You know, okay, so it, it was really yeah, like a challenge. Bob, you know Bob, right? Yeah. From Michigan? Yep. Yeah. He called you the everyman hero in That's one funny. of those, in a, in a comment. I think it was the one of you backing up into the hot tub. Backing up into the hot tub. After the race. Was... Yeah, that was that was very well. It was extremely painful. Yeah, it was it was tough. So the everyman hero, like, and he capitalized the E. Yeah. Well, yeah. how do you feel about that? And like, do you do you feel like an everyman hero? And I kind of think that this is something to do with I really the guys at work. I really because, think like, it's maybe tell everyone what you do. Like, what do you do at work? When you say about the guys okay. at work? Yeah. So I, I'm an electrician with 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 one of the school districts and, um, and I work in the maintenance department and I show up to work with a group of 12 guys, other electricians. So and there's 13, 13 of you? Or total, that? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and they all heard about this marathon and, and how I was going to Arizona to run it with, with you. And, and, uh, I mean, the bets were on, it was like, he's not going to, he's not going to finish this thing. Like yeah. there's no way. And I don't think they're the only ones who thought that. <laughs> my own family didn't have my back. So. Well, hey, no, I had your back. No, you had my back. But, yeah, I mean, nobody thought I'd finish it, which is totally understandable. I didn't, I didn't train. I didn't do anything. Right. But. Okay, but sometimes it can be dangerous, you know? Like, I think that I your mom think and about, dad were worried about that part. I didn't think about that. I just thought yeah. just, it's just pure will. And I think, well, no, I think a lot of it has to do with your background. You do have marathons under your belt, and you also grew up athletic in sports, like con- constant soccer. Even though you didn't do a whole lot of running as a striker, all yeah. your practices and stuff, the it's, coaches it, make you do that. What I found, though, it's so different when you're out there because you're on your own. It is. You're constantly negotiating with yourself. You're negotiating, should I stop? Because you know what? This, I've got 18 more miles to go. I've got, I've got 16 more miles to go, and I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm hurting so bad. My my quads are are like rocks, I you know, and every hill you come to, you you look up, you're like, are you kidding me? Like this is it's just relentless, it's nonstop, it's the same thing over and over again. So 
mentally you have to you have to go somewhere and and get through it did you know you were this mentally strong or did you surprise yourself no i i i think i i knew i know on the way to the race if you want to get into that mm-hmm. look just yeah, sure really quickly i mean we ubered from our hotel to the buses and those buses shuttled us we into the desert. We barely made it there, didn't we? I know. Because there was roadblocks everywhere. So okay. you, you let the Uber driver know that I didn't train for it. Yeah, this, yeah. And then he had run that race already Which before. Which is amazing. Yeah. That's cool. So we almost get to the shuttle and I, I looked at him and I said, any last minute advice? And he's, Oh and, yeah, I remember that. And he looked at me and he goes, you didn't train. Ooh. You're screwed. That's oh, what he yes. said. He said, you didn't train. Word for word. You're screwed. I remember that. And I just put my head in my hands. And I'm like, no. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, what have I got myself into? So <clears throat> so anyway. I kind of had a moment there. I'm like, oh, whoa. That I know. Was a bit I much. know. But you know what? It didn't get to me. So it, was, it, was, it was fine. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, I don't think he meant it to be. I think like. Well, like, yeah. When we got on the buses. Yeah. You know, or on our bus. Everyone's excited. They're all tapping their feet and their legs, and they're all, you know, everyone's chatting about all their training they've done. I've got my head on the back of the seat, you know. I was thinking, oh, well, like, what? again, like, what have I got myself into? This See, is crazy. You're lucky you don't have to think about poo because all I was thinking about was poo. Well, I'm I can like, smell Where am I it. Poo? The whole bus I did reeks. not do anything. No, no, the whole bus. Oh, yeah, stunk. everyone just Yeah, it was disgusting. It. I, I don't know. It's gross. So, anyway, <clears throat> we got to our destination in the middle of the nowhere, in the middle of the desert. And right before we got off the bus, this guy gets up on the microphone and says, good luck, everybody. I wish you well. Whoever didn't train for this, it's going to be a long morning. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, here That's we go so again. That's so weird. That you're, well, obviously, like, you remember these oh, things, yeah. but I didn't. I really remember them. Because yeah. I really was probably <laughs> wait, like thinking about poo. So everyone's exiting the bus, and I'm... Staying on the bus, thinking, oh, like... Yeah, no, I, I was just, looking for a yeah, piece of this is, Wow, this is, crazy. this is revealing. So anyway, I just had to go somewhere in my head. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna pretend that, that they're all here to watch me race this thing, and I'm here to impress everybody. Is this your Brian Adams thing where you're wearing the white t-shirt and you're on stage and singing? It's the same kind of thing? That actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it's, it's. I remember one of those you telling me about this. It's fascinating because we all do like. I know. We all do our things that we do to, I, to get through. I had to play a marathon runner in real life. Okay, but That's wait, what I did. but wait, but wait. Did you do this only at the beginning, like before you started running, or did you do this throughout the race? Because I want to know. Like, I know that it, that you had the pre-race jitters, and I know what we're talking about. It wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. But what was it like when you were running? <clears throat> like, when did it start to physically hurt? And how did you mentally cope? Okay, I have more questions. Okay, when so did it I, start to physically hurt? Well, I, I met you at the front, and then I guess I had to walk all the way back to my corral, and like half a mile back. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, um, anyway, the race started, and then uh, my watch went off, and I looked behind me, and there was the one-mile flag, and I'm like, wow, Already one mile. Like, okay, did you ask someone? Or I looked behind yeah, me yeah. and I said, was that one? And he, and he looked at me and he goes, one what? I said, was that the first mile? And he goes, yes. So I said, oh, okay, perfect. So I, I've nailed down one mile already. Yeah. 
I've got 25.2 more to go. This is awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, and I was just over nine minute miles. That's good. So we get to mile four and I know my course etiquette needs some work, <laughs> but we round a corner and I look up and I just said, oh, this is bullshit. Like, yeah, look yeah. at the hill. This is crazy. It's okay. We can swear okay, on good. this one, yeah. So anyway, yeah, so went up the hill and then I guess it flattened out and then we went downhill. We were so connected at that time because I felt the same way. Yeah. Probably at the same spot. So mile eight, jumping to mile eight. Yeah. Again, we turn a corner and I see this, this hill. That yeah, it it's, didn't it's, have a headwind or something. It, it? it had a headwind. Yeah. And it was, it, it went on forever. I oh, know. And I just said this again. Yeah. This is bull- and it, We this came is here to escape BMO Vancouver. Why are we getting these hills? I, I paid money for this race. I know. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, yeah. So anyway, we go up the hill, turn the corner, and it's still going up. And I'm just losing it. I'm just freaking out. I'm like, this is, this is insane. <laughs> so the pain I'm feeling at the end of mile eight going into mile nine is the pain I felt at mile 16 on a previous marathon. Yeah. So I knew it was way too early to feel that pain. So. How did you cope with it? Like, how did you mentally, like, like I want to know the mental tricks. Like, what did you do? I turned the music on. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I music turned the music helps. on. Yeah. And then I went somewhere. Yeah. In my mind again, just that, you know what? Everyone's here to see you. Everyone's here to see you finish. So you did it again? During... I did it again. I, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I was acting. I was playing yeah. a marathon runner. That, again. Yeah. So it was, it was bizarre. Wow. So anyway, um, yeah, and that's, so, that's where that was. Do you, have you done that in every marathon that you've done? No. Because, no. Okay, just this one? Just this one. Because I'm curious, um, like, if you recognize the narrative in your head during those last miles from another area or time in your life, like, do you, do you feel those... Like those tools that you've used mentally, like the I know coping? that you didn't. Yeah, just yeah. like, did you like if you didn't use that one before in other marathons? What did you use in other marathons? And does it translate over to any other part of your life? Yeah, like it's it's really being self aware, really okay. really being self aware, and I really think that I've I've learned that over my later years. Yeah. Um, and I really think, or well, I know in the marathon, I was, I was extremely self-aware of, of my mind and my body, what my body was capable of. I could feel my quads lock up at mile 16. They were like rocks. Then I had to gear down a little bit and I had to shuffle. Yeah. So okay. it, yeah, so it was really, really tough. See, I think you'd be an ultra... You can be an, I've always said that to you, haven't I? Because you do have the ability to shuffle. Right. You have the ultra marathoner shuffle. Other marathons. It's efficient, kind of like barely lifting your feet. Other marathons, I've, I've, I've just run right through the aid stations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was worried about losing time. Yeah. This marathon, I stopped at every aid station, grabbed two Gatorades and one water, and then if they had a banana or orange or a goo, I would have that because I knew if I didn't, it would actually take me longer in the, in the long run. Yeah. You know, um, is there any, like anything 
in particular stand out to you, but like going through aid stations, like or anything in the race, like funny moments or like I don't know, just. Well, I had a laugh. You told me stuff. I just can't remember them right now. I had a laugh at a lot of things. Just you know, and it's it was incredible. I mean, I don't know that like the age of a lot of a lot of the runners, but uh, you know, I mean, I would let some swear words out, I guess, on the course. I'd have a elderly lady. Oh yeah. She passed me. I mean, she was running at a forty-five degree angle, leaning forward, and I was like, "You gotta be like, are you kidding me? Like, it's amazing. This is insane. Like, I, you know." I'm... I remember I, I when I was trying to find you in the in the Uber or right. the Lyft or whatever. You were right in front of that older guy, and he was being carried by a guy in a Spider-Man costume. Right. That was awesome. Right. You told me about. Uh, something like dropping your banana and like holding a cop's shoulder with your hitting your rock out of your shoe g- walking around like mittens or something like that just like funny little things I there just were, remember there were something. kids at an aid station they must have been eight nine years old and one of them handed me a banana and I dropped it on the ground and I'm st- I'm just standing there staring at it and the kids are staring at it too and I it was almost like which one's going to pick it the up? The kids would never know. So like they would have no idea that I went to pick so it up hard. and I'm looking at everyone as I'm trying to pick it up. I'm like, oh. I can't do it. So anyway, one of the kids <laughs> says, I'll get it. And there's dirt on the, on the banana. So oh. I, I still ate it. It yeah. was, it was, it was gross. Cause <clears> a lot of people will drop gels. I've seen right. it so many times and you can't, if you stop and drop and pick up the gel, you're not getting back up. Yeah. Like just your muscles don't, for some reason when you're running a marathon, you can't stop and pivot oh sorry just like yeah. a side note out yeah. and backs when you're circling around the little cone right that's the worst right. it's the same feeling as if you're stopping and picking up a banana it's right. like this goes against everything that i feel right now i know stopping I know. and picking up a banana <laughs> i had an worst. emergency goo incident i mean i squirted the goo when i was running and it just it exploded all of my face and my shorts it was oh it, it, I was, know. Oh, it was ridiculous yeah it looked it was it was ugly the rock in your shoe. And the rock in my shoe. So I was, I don't know what mile I was at, but my legs were like, they were like rocks. Yeah. And I heard like a, like a clicking sound in my heel. I'm like, oh no, not that. I'm not going to put oh, up yeah, with this for, for X amount of miles. I don't remember there being rocks anywhere either. It was, it was like a, it, it, it was a big rock in my heel. Oh. So I, I saw this cop standing on the side of the road. There were tons of cops. And I ran over to him. I said, do you mind if I put my hand on your shoulder? And he's looking at me and goes, okay. So, so I put my hand on his shoulder, lift my leg up with my hand, and I, I just, I get the rock out of my shoe. If it had been a girl, oh, you could, yeah. I guarantee you, if it had been a girl, I said, oh, can I put my hand on your shoulder? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, totally. Let's take some photos of my hood. There, like, yeah. It's like, there were there were so many cops on that course. So I didn't see any female cops down there when we were there, but you said you saw a couple. Yeah, I saw a couple. So we mile, mile 21, 22, there were two gloves on the road. Ah, this is, this is my favorite story. Were, Nobody would understand this except a marathon runner. They were five feet apart. Someone just must have ditched their glove. Like, why would they wear gloves all the way to mile 22? Yeah, I know, I know. Like, how are they that cold Five in feet apart. So instead of just... Stepping they must have been Arizonians. And then running straight, I decided to weave like they're cones. Well, sometimes it's last minute. You don't really know where to go. And my legs were like jello. So <laughs> I'm weaving 
in and between these gloves, looking <laughs> like I'm staggering. Yeah. This cop says, hey, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Leave me alone, I'm fine. So it looks like I'm staggering. He probably thought you were drinking or something on the course. Well. They didn't have a beer on that course. No, they never had beer on the course, I no. So one minute later, I guess he radioed down, and this SUV comes flying up beside me. And he says, are you okay? Are you okay? I said, yes, I'm fine. Just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just want to finish this They're thing. Pester. They're pesky. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was brutal. Did you ever think about uh, dropping out of the race? Never. Not once. Really? Not once. Okay, why? Like, what? Like, did you ever play it out in your head? Like, if I did drop out, this is what I would do? Or did you think, like, if I did drop out, this is what I would be upset about like these people would be blah 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 blah. I never like, wanted to drop out story? I never wanted to drop out all I can think about was a couple things and this is not rehearsed obviously yeah you know, no so. yeah you guys I never asked him any of these questions before so then. all the guys at work for sure I mean mm-hmm. they all said you know it's it's great you're doing this but there's no way you're gonna finish this thing mm-hmm. it's, it's great so the main thing that got me through was seeing you at mile 13. Okay. Yeah. So Well then I have a, I feel better about dropping out. Well, it was it was good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then knowing you were there and just I got emotional about this the other day on the way to work. Yeah, you texted me about it, but you because said it was I, too hard to text. It, it, yeah, it was just it was one of those things where I just felt the unselfishness of you. Oh. Showing up how hard you've you train every day, how many miles you log every week, <clears throat> and this was really about you running the marathon, and I was just doing it for fun, that kind of thing. And and when I saw you, I just felt this big rush of love for one thing, and I I I just felt, wow, this is so unselfish. You've trained so hard for this, yet. You had to drop out, and then you come and cheer me on, hoping I finish. And oh it, man, yeah. It was just it was it watching was really, you finish was incredible. It was really emotional, and then and then the, then the whole Uber incident, you know, mile twenty four. Oh yes, that's a story. See, you I was asking there. you these questions. But yeah, so I can tell that story too. Yeah. So anyway, it was mile twenty four or twenty five. I hear Andrew, Andrew, and I look up and there's you again so yeah and it was it was good and uh yeah just i had like one mile to go it was hard to find you yeah because all the roads were blocked so it was quite dramatic but it got me through it got me through so yeah yeah seeing you at the finish was emotional for me because i still want you to do the sub four though i think that you have i'd like to do it you know awesome I am competitive by nature, for sure. Yeah. I think you could cross this... Like, okay, you can use the same strength, inner strength, that got you to finish this marathon with no training. Right. Tap into that, apply it to getting a sub four, and then I think... Well, I, I don't think. I know you can do it. Totally. I think the problem with everybody is the longer you let it go, the worse it gets mentally. Yeah, that makes sense. Because... You just don't think that you can do it anymore. It's 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 too far gone. I kind of feel like that about sub three. Yeah. But not really, but like sometimes that'll mess with me a bit. And getting back to what you were asking about about how you incorporate it in your life, you know, and I think that's a that'd be one of my answers for sure. It was you know, 
if you stop doing something, ah, you know, so it's just, yeah. Cause that's kind I want, like, that's kind of what I wanted to know. You kind of lose hope a little bit. Yeah. And then I think we talked about this with like the whole blended family thing and how it's difficult to kind of keep pushing and working hard at it. Cause sometimes it feels hopeless. Right. And then act okay there's this psychological term of like acting against your feelings like sometimes you'll feel a certain way so like when you're running your marathon you felt really sore and hopeless and like exhausted and then it's like mile 13 or 14 but when you act against those feelings and usually amazing things happen and that happens in life i mean for me anyways and i've seen it with you too where you're like i mean you and i both wear our feelings on our sleeves and i can tell when you're stressed or upset or irritated or whatever but when I see you act against those and like push through, it's like, oh, it's the best feeling. Right. But it's like actually like doing it, which is really hard. But here you go and run it's and finish this marathon. And it's like, well. It was, out of, it was just pure will. But yeah, so was, you do have a strong will. Well, so you're never going to be able to use that as an excuse. Like, well, right. well, I don't know. I'm like, no, look what you did. Now you, you don't have an excuse. Even jumping around here, <clears throat> I, yeah. I, you know, I mean. Who's ever run a marathon knows this. We stayed at a sponsored hotel for the marathon. Uh, and I swear there must be hidden cameras in the bathroom. I, I swear. Say what? Why? Because they purposely mm-hmm. put those toilets a foot and a half oh, off yeah. the floor. I know. Because <laughs> you cannot back down onto that toilet. And I it, put my hand between my legs on the toilet the seat. Pain, the pain isn't... I mean... Your teeth are chipping because they're grinding so hard. It's just, it's unbelievable. Never I, lean on the toilet just to, like, the paper dispenser because it breaks. That's a bad thing. I know. You, same day as a marathon. I know. That's terrible. Same day as a marathon or the next day or the next day. Putting one leg in, you're short to your pants. It's it's tough. Okay. when You'll we, never get a pair of socks on. When we it's got brutal. into the Uber after Hooters... Okay, we well, just for you guys to know, we we don't have hooters in Canada, and we lay awake at night many times, and we we like, oh, what would you do for Hooters wings right now? Or we'll send a screenshot of Phoenix's um, weather and be like, yeah. Hooters wings, like their their wings are ridiculously so good, and then um, so that's what we did. We did that on race day, didn't we? We, we did. Yes, that on race yes, day. yeah. We're like, yes, Hooters wings. We go there. And then while we were sitting there on race day, which is Saturday, we saw across the street, there's like this fun, like party taco place or whatever with like loud music playing and all that stuff. I actually wasn't going to talk about this in the podcast, but go ahead. It's, it's it. worth it. So <laughs> we kind of like, we're sitting on the patio at Hooters and we're looking across the street and we're thinking like, oh, that looks like fun. And the Hooters patio was very dead, wasn't it? Right. There was a car show in the parking lot, but then they dispersed and it was gone. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, do, 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 what's there to do now? Like it's so quiet and dead. And then because we were so sore, we when we got the Uber driver, it's kind of an elderly gentleman that picked us up, and we walk out there and we're hobbling like we are absolutely shittered. And we weren't because like after a marathon, you think that you're going to drink, but you right. can like barely do it because your stomach's kind of right. off. So we're like, whoa, swaving out to the car. And we get in, and he looks back like, I'm not going anywhere because he thought we were shittered right. and we we're going to puke all over the backseat of his car. And he's yeah. like, you guys okay? And... And we had to explain. We're like, yeah, yeah, we're okay. We just ran a marathon. He's like, mm. he doesn't know what a marathon is. He didn't even... I think he just left his house, right? It was like yeah. 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Anyway, that that was rough. And then the next day, we were trying to find a patio. And we thought, well, 
there was nothing. Like wherever the hotel that we were staying at was dead. There was no patio to sit at. And so we're like, well, we know where Hooters is. We'll just go to that patio. So we go get dropped off at Hooters by like a different Uber driver. And we look back at that fun place across the street, like the party place. And we're like, well, let's go over there. Just give it a try. Right. Well, yeah, you're like... It was a Mexican place. Like, it was a Mexican... Yeah, uh, it said tacos, well, cerveza, yeah. which is like yeah. Spanish. I was going to say Mexican. Yeah. Spanish Spanish for beer. Right. And then we're like, ha, oh, look at... The, and it's like boom, 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 like music coming out. And we're like, let's go over there. Yeah. So we like hobble across the street and then we're walking across and we kind of like weave through the parking lot, right? And there's like these like kind of like... I don't want to generalized there's like really nice cars with like spinners on the tires and like tinted out windows but i think all the windows yeah. down there are tinted out it's arizona and we're like holy like hooters parking lot has barely anyone in there this place must be amazing and so as we're walking up there i saw a really pretty blonde lady with like and i only saw her top front like her face and like her chest and then she was like looked really pretty and she was taking a selfie with this man in there and I was like oh wow she must be a celebrity or something I didn't recognize her but I'm so out of the loop right now that I don't know well as I got closer I I got a better look and yeah the, and that was from the neck down yeah so. I didn't see that so you swung open the door this big like wasn't it like a big heavy door but the patio yeah. jutted out a little bit. But yeah. We, so we're going through the door. And then there was like women, waitresses, they were all wearing nothing. Like like kind of mangy G-string, um, like with their bare butts yeah. hanging out. Like it was like extreme. Like we don't have that here. So no. I don't know if it's legal down there or if this just got kind of, <laughs> we're like, okay. What it was. So <laughs> Oh, no. It was a. It, it was, was a, so uncomfortable. It was a Mexican Hooters on steroids. Is what it yes. was. It was a Mexican like, Hooters. Like this on steroids. is why was, ster- this is why steroids. This is why Hooters was empty. Oh, it was. It was yeah. extremely uncomfortable. It was. It, yeah. And she's like, "Oh, okay. Let's. Where would you like to sit?" And we're like, "Oh, the patio." I don't know if that's what her voice was. Yeah, was, everyone was wearing nothing. Like she just picture. Weird. Okay, you you didn't see vagina, but and I don't think I saw boobs. Did you see boobs? I like really bare looking. boobs. I, I was just looking in the parking lot. You just like looked down. Yeah. And then she sat, the she, she sat at us. She sat us outside and then yeah. I'm like, uh, you're like, do you, what should we like, we need to go. I'm like, I'm okay. And then we left. Yeah. Went back to Hooters. Went back to yeah. It was extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. But it was funny. It was funny. It was good. And then when we went to the little Mexican restaurant. Um, Adrian's. You were sore then too, right? That was later. That yeah. was the next morning. Yeah. Monday morning. We were... Adrian's was amazing. We were in a restaurant with five tables, and it was authentic mom-and-pop shop kind of deal, and only Mexicans are served there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how it was. Mm-hmm. And we walk in, and everyone's neck kind of crooked, and like, who are these guys? I feel like I need to be Latina, though. Like, I think it would just suit my personality. I could be like... I could, it would just suit me, you know? Like, they, anyways, big hair. They get away with, like, loud... Yeah, I like it. Anyway, yeah. So we didn't we didn't blend in. We we, we didn't out. blend at all. Yeah. So yeah, it was. We had a great waiter though. He was he was awesome. Yeah. He was great. And then we ended up making friends with everybody. Yeah. In the restaurant, it was. It was yeah, because there was this um, this guy. I guess he jaywalked and he got 
he did something else, I guess, because it was sure like nine cop cars. Like, For sure, he did something else. Yeah, held guns to him, and then we all like crowded around the window together. And there was that one older Mexican guy. He's like, "Let's go out there." And then you, Andrew, grabbed his shoulders. You grabbed his shoulders, and I said, "You, you go first. You yeah. go first. I'll be right behind you." But he <laughs> got he belly laughed like yeah. he laughed so hard. I think he surprised himself. Right. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that no, was good. So, do you feel, like, beside your sunburn, I think most of you guys saw the Instagram story that I posted of Andrew falling asleep and snoring in the sun, so he got, like, absolutely roasted, and then he got, like, that night, we're supposed to have this romantic getaway, and I think it was, like, 8.56, and Andrew was under the covers and sipping hot tea with, like, a roaring fever, yeah. so um, I had to take care of him a little bit, but how do you feel now? Like I feel good, I feel good, and looking back, right from the get-go... Right from our flight on the way there, we thought we wouldn't drink anything. You know, we'd yeah. be really healthy before the race. When you say we, you really mean we and the, me. Well, you. And then you yeah, went I, for it. And I thought I just, yeah. So, anyway, when the stewardess walked by, we just, you know, we thought, okay, well. Oh, yeah, that was funny. What's one drink? Yeah. And then, well, let, let's order two each. Yeah. So, so, anyway, those were done. And then, oh, actually, we'll get two more. I know. So, you, I, just, you just give up at that point. Yeah. We were having a good laugh on the plane on the way there. And then our, our carb loading at, at Oregano's. Oh, yeah. little plug so for Oregano's. Good. Amazing place. 2,400 calories. Getting all those calories in before the race. They don't know how to pour tequila shots, though. They poured four, uh, four shots of tequila in, in one glass. I guarantee. No, they did not. They put, like, one shot of tequila, and then they put a bunch of water in it. Are you sure? Yes, because I didn't have to go, like, after I drank it. I, know, I was like, mmm. Well, no, sometimes I like tequila. You drink but... a lot of tequila, so you usually do that. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> no, I, I, but yeah, it was really good. So anyway, my point was we drank a lot on the way there. Yeah. Because no kids, finally. Mm-hmm. We have the marathon, but, you know, it's it's tomorrow, so mm-hmm. no big deal. And then we go to Oregano's, have some beer there, and then... Yeah, Coronas. Yeah, have tequila there. And then, yeah... Like, we, we didn't drink a whole bunch. Like, I don't want you guys no, to think No, no, that no, not like that. No. We dehydrated ourselves. No, we just had a good time. It was yeah, good. no. It was all, it felt yeah. balanced. It, it totally good. felt balanced. It was good. We drank lots uh, of water. And I don't want anyone to think that we had bottles of water between our legs and we're drinking Gatorade the whole oh, flight yeah. and that I kind of thing. Saying. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, we had a good time while we were there. It, I it was, think, it yeah, was it's fun. good to have a balance. Like, when you run a marathon, but you also have to live your life. Stop at every aid station. Yeah. So yeah. That was good. That was key. That. that was key. So what's your plan for the next one? Are you planning on anything? Or you, do you want to do sub four? Do you like... Or do you like this no training thing? No, I don't like the no training thing. I mean, I that's, really it's not... Uh, I'm not advocating that at all because it's not safe and it's not healthy. But, you know, at work, I'd always get the extra piece of chicken with my meal or and all the guys would laugh and... and uh, you know, and I never trained, you know, so I, it was. Well, then why wouldn't you like do a really that? really bad if, diet. Why too. wouldn't you do that again then? Like what's stopping you from not training again? Or like, what's your plan? Well, or do you not know yet? You've not thought about it yet. I got 5'11 on this race with no training and eating like crap, mm-hmm. you know, and for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean. I want to break four hours. Just, I want to be in that group that that's been able to do it. 
Just have like a three before your marathon time. It would be nice. It's hard to do though. It would be nice. It would be nice. Big deal. It'd be nice. Finishing a marathon is is fantastic. It it, it really is. It, it's emotional. It's it's a big deal. But uh, I mean, if you could get a great time, that's that's even better. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, that's a good way to end it. I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Forty five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe we should do this more often. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. If anyone has any questions, you know, I mean. Yeah. I'd and be happy you to answer guys, anything for you guys sure. let me know what you think if you liked this is all this. kind of on the spot so it's kind of you know I'm, I'm sure laying in bed I'll be like oh I should have said that or, or this and that no 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 how it's I incorporate fine. running into my life a little better no but... it's better just like it's better without like Andrew wanted to know what the questions were ahead of time I'm like no 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 and I didn't really stick to them anyways it right. just, it's better just like this way but yeah you guys let me know if you liked it and if you want us to keep talking and stuff like we can we usually have, our conversations are a little more we have a lot to talk about yeah <laughs> we have a lot more we are crazy but yeah so you guys let me know anyways have a good day or good night wherever you guys are good night enjoy